upon further review. Presented by Alarm South. It's the general manager of the Carolina Panthers, Marty Herney, on Upon Further Review, brought to you by Alarm South. You remember that old television show, Let's Make a Deal with Monty Hall? Well, Marty Herney says that the entire NFL has been less aggressive with no preseason games. Well, Brian, I think you saw league-wide. I think the number of claims and trades were down. I think there were 17 claims this weekend. Uh, Sunday at noon, we we actually made three and the Giants had three. Um, I think that, you know, one of the advantages we might have had, like, you know, uh, Pat Stewart is is here, our director of player personnel. He was in Philly. You, you know, we had Rasul Douglas and, and Sharif Miller. Um, you can watch guys on tape and get a feel. Uh, a guy like Sharif Miller didn't have a lot of tape. Um, but I think that around the league, I think people are probably more reluctant without being able to see preseason um, tape to, to make moves. But, um, you know, I think you got to believe your eyes and see what you see on tape. And, um, you know, we like the three guys we claimed over the weekend. And, and uh, you know, I've said our practices are such great evaluation practices that, I think it really helped us evaluate our own players. And, and that's where it starts is making the decisions of who you're going to have on your 53 and who you want on your practice squad. Herney says that fortunately the ankle injury to cornerback Eli Apple does not appear to be chronic. Yeah, the doctors have said no, it's not related at all. And, you know, we, we went back and forth, but we, we uh, you know, we decided to go uh, – past the four o'clock deadline Sunday to, to, and then put him on injured reserve. So he would have some time to, to let everything get a hundred percent and uh, be able to come back if possible after three games. Obviously we did the same thing with Keith Kirkwood and, you know, that rule is that enable to keep eligible to return after three games or, or you can bring him back whenever during the season. Um, you have to carry them until 4:01 Sunday, where you have to make claims at noon. And if you get players like we did, we get three. We had to make three moves, um, you know, around 12:30, 1 o'clock on Sunday. So there was a little bit of a, a chess match going on this weekend with us. But um, no, our doctors have told us that that Eli's injury is not related to to what he had last year. Herney says it hasn't been impossible to handicap talent in this virtual world. Yeah, it really hasn't. I mean, I think that for one thing, I think we feel like, you know, the, the guys we had, and now listen, we've had a lot of changes. You know, we have 28 new players on our roster. Um, and, you know, six were draft choices from this year. Three were un, un, uh, drafted free agents from this year. Uh, I think we had seven street free agents, four waiver claims, one trade, and seven UFAs. But I think, again, I can't stress how how um, how the way Matt structures practice and the competitiveness of it every day was such a help in evaluating our own team. And obviously, that's where it starts. And then when you get to uh, free agents, I mean – you know, no, we didn't have preseason games, but we have been grinding through tape. You know, our our pro scouts, Pat Pat Stewart and Matt Allen and and uh, Rob Hanrahan and Luke Keekley and James Blanchard did a great job of grinding through the the tape. And you know, it, it really wasn't. It, it 
it there was a lot of discussion and we meet with the coaches and we have a lot of communication just like we always do um and, and it just the hardest part was the trying to to get through the weekend with keeping as many good players as you can and uh holding your breath a little bit about some guys clearing and being able to get a player like FBO Bada through and back on the active roster and then a couple of the younger guys on practice squad. Up next, a question about depth in the secondary with Eli Apple out. Yeah, I mean, first of all, on Jeremy Chin, he, he's got great versatility. So we think he can play a lot of spots. Um, he has uh, come in. He's smart. He His approach is the same every day. Um, you know, he's got the physical skill set. So he's got a lot of versatility as far as the secondary goes and and really particularly corner I think is what you're talking about is obviously that's been a position that we've been looking at to try to see if we could help upgrade I think that Troy Pride has gotten better every week our our defensive back coaches have done a great job with the guys we have improving them we're, we're young there with Troy and and Stanley Thomas Oliver in this year's draft um Corden Elder has really done a good job and and can play the nickel position and and we had Rasul Douglas brings add size and experience to us um he started what I think 16 some games in in this league over the last three years and we um you know he's a guy that we had our eye on that if uh he was released we would claim and we um we got him so you know that's an area that you're always we've been looking at to improve, but I think we'll just see. We'll see how it comes along. How about the Panthers' depth at the tight end spot? Uh, I think that we think, you know, obviously Chris Manhurts is is uh, one of the best blocking tight ends in the league and his receiving abilities just improve every year and, and really has improved steadily through this camp. Ian Thomas, when healthy, I mean, he is, we really think that he can bring a skill set um, and you feel very good about going 12 personnel. He can, he's a Y who can block. Uh, I think he is a very good receiver who can do things with the ball in his hands. He's still young. He's still learning, but I think you feel good about those two. And then Colin Thompson, who we cut and then brought back. Listen, this is a guy who comes in, all the details, same guy every day, does everything right. Um, you know, we uh, – we still coming into this off season. We're we're saying, you know, could you get a guy, a down the seam guy? Um, but I think that we feel good with with those three, with Colin just being so reliable um, as the third tight end, as far as he's going to do everything right. And um, so, you know, that that's something that that was an area that we looked at coming in to to try to. Uh, to find that that guy down the seam, but I think that we we feel good about the three guys we have for sure. Interesting question about Luke Keekley, now a Panthers scout. The question does Keekley need training to join the scouting department? Not really, Brent. He did all that as a player. You know, that's that's what's so great. I mean, you know, he's doing the same thing here as he did when he was playing. Stay stay until nine and ten o'clock and looking at guys and evaluating and when you read his reports they're so concise and they paint such a good picture. I mean, he, he really is. He's just got a knack and that's what he did. He evaluated, you know, he evaluated all the offensive players every week and he's got such a great feel for 
what you know playing defense takes is that it's uh he's he's really hit the ground running so to speak the kicking game and the decision to keep Corey Vedvik on the practice squad yeah I mean that's the thing about Corey is and really it's one of the reasons we we brought him in was Corey can punt he can kick off and he can kick field goals so if something were to happen late in the week um, to either Joey Sly or Joe Charlton, we could bring him up onto the roster for that week and, and get us out. So, um, listen, we're young there at kicker. We're young at punter. Um, I think that that uh, Joe Charlton has shown that he's got an extremely strong leg. Um, you know, I went down and saw him live at, at South Carolina last August, and, and he can directional kick and – um, you know, we'll see. He's a young punter, but but we like what he brings, and and Corey brings a versatility, a, a versatile skill set that you know, if something does happen late in the week, he's a guy who could really fill you know three spots as far as a kickoff guy, a punter, and a, a field goal guy. Now a two-part question for Marty Herney: the progress of second-year offensive lineman Greg Little, and then the whirlwind 24 hours for FA Obata released cleared waivers, and then re-signed by the Panthers. Yeah, on Greg, Joe, I mean, he really, he has gotten better and better as the camp went on. It's almost like, you know, you you could almost look at this like his rookie year since, you know, he did miss this time with injuries. He has worked extremely hard. Um, I think he's, he's uh, much more advanced at this stage this year than he was last year. And, and I think Russell Okun helps him. You look over there and Russell will be talking to him and working with him all the time. Um, I think Greg still got a very good left tackle skill set, And um, he is definitely improved as camp goes on and we'll keep evaluating how he, how he does, uh, you know, every, each and every week. But I think that he's got a very good approach and, uh, I would think that he he was uh, – people you talk to would tell you he has improved every week. Um, as far as F.A. goes, boy, that was one of those that those calculated risks, I guess, that you'll know, hold your breath on for, uh, you know, a few hours yesterday. But um, we thought we had a chance to, to get a young, talented end in Sharif Miller Sunday at noon. And as I said, it's hard because you can't put – the injured reserve guys that you want to bring back on IR until four. So you have to make roster moves. We, uh, we rolled the dice with FA um, that he would clear. We told him, you know, we, we, as soon as he cleared, we wanted him back on, on the 53. He wanted to stay here. Um, You know, that, that was, that was a tough three or four hours yesterday, just crossing our fingers that he would clear, but he did. And, now we have 10 defense alignment and, and we have uh, two young players in Sharif Miller and, and F.A. that we really like as, as defensive end. Marty Herney on the decision to keep three quarterbacks. No, nah, really want to land. We, 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 have, we have really been set on carrying the three for the whole camp. And the two, the two young guys have just really done well. I mean, you know, they have different skill sets, but they both have performed extremely well in training camp. And, um, I think I, I, I think that uh, we're very fortunate to have two guys that we really like. I mean, we're keeping three quarterbacks because we really like the two backups. So 
Um, there was really no discussion at all about putting one on practice squad. It's always been that we're going to keep three. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as far as quarantining goes, I just think that quarterbacks, the whole team, we have to keep doing what we've been doing is, you know, social distance and wearing your mask, be smart. And our players have done a great job at that so far. And then finally, even Marty Herney's mask could not conceal his smile when asked about two-way player Miles Hartsfield. Yeah, he uh, he really has come in and, and been a guy. His son is a, a rookie free agent, and um, he has got uh, – first of all, his approach is great, comes, to, comes every day and just gives you the same effort every day. But he's got a skill set at safety, and honestly, he's got a skill set at running back. And um, he does give you some versatility in, in a year that you, you need versatility. So um, I do think he's got a skill set for more than one position. And every time we have given him a shot, uh, either at safety or at running back, he's just showed up and, and done extremely well. Panther GM Marty Herney on Upon Further Review, presented by Alarm South. I'm Mick Mixon reporting. This is the Carolina Panthers Podcast Network.